Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and we have a good show going for us today. Uh, I'm sitting here just uh, chatting with former NFL player James Loving. Hey, James, what kind of week did you have? It was a good week. Always a good week. Did you get an opportunity to watch any of the preseason games? No, I'm so drunk. (laughs) You know, but but there is is a little bit to be said for some of those games. People are trying to make the team and look at the young players, but I don't watch that now. Yeah, well, it's still, it's still, there's, there's, there's something to be said for some of those games because, you know, you get to see some really up and coming players. You know, for instance, I, I actually watched a little bit of the Bronco game and um, um, the, the, the backup, the third string quarterback now, who's the second string quarterback, um, who is actually. Um, Oh, my, my, it just failed me on, on his name, but he was he was pretty darn good. Uh, I, I know Paxton Lynch jumped down to, to two. It was Chad Kelly. So he, Jim Kelly's nephew. I didn't realize that, but it was his nephew that was very impressive in the game. And, and there was a, you know, you always see a, a wide receiver or running back that, you know, when you watch these games that just really stand out. And so it's it's, it's fun to watch, but... Anyway, before all that uh, goes on, uh, before we talk about that, we have some other things to discuss. Um, first of all, uh, how, how, how are things? How is everything going? You know, I know your your camp. You're probably trying to get everything ready to go for next year and trying to get things set up. And you know, hopefully, uh, all the kids will be excited and everything will be happening. Everything's going good. No complaints in the world. Just checking. All right. So let's talk a little bit about NCAA football because, of course, their season is going to be starting here shortly, too. So um, it appears that LSU is having a quarterback issue. So typically, you know, when you hear the term more can be good, but not for them. The coaches there say that the starting quarterback job is wide open. Initially, there were three quarterbacks trying for the starting job. Then a quarterback from Ohio State put in a graduate transfer to LSU. You know, and that kind of changed the field a little bit, and two of the existing LSU quarterbacks are now asking for a transfer. So if the starting job is wide open, why would two run off? Well, it depends. What the quarterback to transfer, did he know the coach? He, he doesn't know the coaches, but he apparently he played he played quite a few games last year for, for uh, Ohio State. So, you know, he's, he, he, he's been a starting quarterback. Well, maybe the guys that, you know, so the transfer felt like, you know, he's going to get the job. It's not really no wide open. You know, he's more skilled. He played at a big-time school. You know, same thing you feel like going at, you know. They had a guy from Michigan that transferred over there. My friend's son will be the starter, you know, and they got another kid coming in a high school thing, you know. So everywhere you go, you have to see why these kids transfer. They're not just going to transfer, go to school to the bench. So the kids know they're coming in, they're going to be the starters. Plain and simple. Yeah. So why waste their time? Wide somebody? open. Why waste their time? Coaching got to say it's a wide open competition. You know? Yeah. 
It'll it'll be you know, it, it's unfortunate. But but I, I recall what you always said. You know, when you stepped on a field, your mentality was that's my that's my job. That's my position. You got to take it away from me. Yeah, that's mine. A lot of people are weak minded. You know, they feel why well, sit around and keep challenging somebody every year, go to another school. You know. Yeah. With, with, uh, with, by doing that, are they going to have a tough time at the new school, do you think, because of that mentality? Well, if, if they pick a school that they know they're going to be the starter, I'm sure they going around and looking at a school that needs a quarterback and they call the coaches and be like, come on. Well, they ain't going to pick another school like Alabama. <laughs> no, right, Alabama got right. five quarterbacks, you know. Right. So they might pick a yeah. smaller Division two school or something. Yeah, that could be. I just thought I was just thought it was odd, you know that you know usually you do want to have quite a few quarterbacks because injuries do happen or 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 something happens to a player and you know not just injuries but other stuff happens and you got to have somebody to be able to play. So anyway, but yeah, I, I get it. They they want to be able to start a game and 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 be the starting quarterback the whole season and you know they're thinking obviously that that's not going to happen at LSU. So they're moving along. Uh, so Tom Tom Osborne, he was the former Hall of Fame coach from Nebraska. So he thinks that new head coach Scott Frost is the best thing for the football program. You know, as you recall, Scott Frost, he coached two previous years at uh, UCF, which is University of Central Florida, and took them from a losing team to a championship. Do you think he can do the same thing with Nebraska? The different guy, you know, they just all hyped up because he played there and all that. When he played in Nebraska, they won a championship. Yes. So it's just something for them to get happy about, you know. Yeah, but uh, but just just because he was able to do that at UCF doesn't does that necessarily mean that he'll be able to do it in Nebraska? As I said, different school, different um, teams you'll be playing. You'll be playing like the teams you'll see play. You know, USF, whatever that is, they play. They don't play no big time, big ten school, the big twenty five, you know. So it's gonna be different, but I'm sure you know he's gonna get some good recruits because Nebraska was good back in the days. It just fell off for a while, right? And I'm sure right. he can get that program back if he get the kids in that school. So you know it'll be a challenge. I don't see him win a national championship, but I can see him going to you know winning bowl games and having a good record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think you're right. I I would think he's he's at least going to turn the program around, you know, and probably get some some better recruits coming there, and and probably make it a a much better better program than it's been. You know, maybe a couple extra wins every season. But you're right. They yeah they they're not going to win a championship like they did in the past. Um, but uh, you know, and, and that's because there's just way too much competition out there, and 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 who they're playing, and and there's a lot of competition in the. You know, in in their 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 division, so that's just kind of rough. But I I just thought it was interesting that you know he he thinks he thinks the everything Tom Osborne thinks everything of, of Scott Frost, and he 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 did good. He did good at UCF. You know, now we'll see with a bigger team, bigger program, if he can do the same. So may not be able to. But anyway, um. So in the you know news in the NBA you know after much movement this off season, Carmelo Anthony has finally signed with the Houston Rockets. That's where he's kind of you know settled down with. And they're signing a contract. So with a bunch of veterans on the squad, will the Rockets be able to match up better against the Golden State Warriors 
or will they fail to reach the finals once again? They matched up good with them last year. They didn't need Camilla after they get, you know. They mm-hmm. won they game did. from beating them. But Chris Paul got hurt, so matchup ain't nothing. It's just, um, the players get injured at the wrong time, you know. That's right. all that is. And all Carmelo going to do is come off the bench. And, you know, that they got rid of Reza. That was the main guy that was coming off the bench and playing D and scoring. Carmelo don't play D. So, I mean, it might be a step down for them, you know, getting him. You know, right. So, well, I think it was well, six, so, so. The head coach for the Rockets, he coached um, Anthony back at, with the Knicks. I think six years ago, and and Anthony just he didn't didn't like this coach, and he pretty much told the team, "It's either me or me or him." And the team chose Anthony, and <laughs> and the the coach stepped down and you know left. So. Yes, but they're now back together. I understand, you know, time heals wounds and, and new things are happening. You know, it's a whole different whole different scheme going on and, and Anthony's on the end of his end of his career. You know, we, we recognize that. You know, and, and I I know that now that he actually chose a, a team that actually has a shot at winning, you know, he he's he's actually wanting to go for a, a championship rather than just play his career out. So yeah, only one year contract, so you know he won't right. be there next year. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know if he, I don't know if he'll play again next year. I, 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 this may be his last season, but who knows? And you know, as far as being a good fit with the Rockets, I, I think he, he'll be, he'll be good off the bench. You know, he, he knows he's not the, the, the number one player anymore. You know, he'll, he'll have to take some, some, you know, lead from other people, and um, that's and and. As far as as going up against Golden State, you're right. The Houston did match up really well this last season, and you know, with injuries and so forth that happened. But no, I, I don't think they're going to be able to beat the Warriors. The Warriors just outlast everybody. You know, they they can they can shoot the ball pretty much anywhere they want, and you know, nine times out of ten they'll they'll make a basket. So. Anyway, well, let's take our first break. When we come back, um, we just have some more questions for uh, with what comes to up to sports, and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of a former player who also has coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. He'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl has the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. He'll cover the camps on and off the field and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. Uh, again, this is Chris Marwitz, and I'm just sitting here talking on sports to former NFL player James Loving. Uh, James, um, you know, you, you, you've been hearing different things that professional athletes are willing to try and, you know, in the, basically trying to prolong their career and prevent injuries. And I recall about 30 years ago, it might, might be longer than that, where a f- few football players, you know, mostly wide receivers, were trying like ballet, and people were like, oh my goodness, ballet? You know, and and this made them you know limber and flexible and helped them on the field. So now professional athletes are trying yoga and meditation to help them. You know, we also know that you know a diet's a big thing, and you know, and and what they eat and going vegan and all sorts all sorts of weird things that they're doing. But my question to you was: there anything that you did during your playing time that was was unusual? You know, anything that you tried? No, I didn't do that on my own. When we was in camp, they brought in a um, made us teach us like aerobic stuff, different aerobic stuff, so we could like keep our balance and stuff like that. But it wasn't that crazy. I know a lot of people do yoga and aerobics and ballet and to relax their bodies and do all that. That's fine, you know. Anything to help you, you know. Nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But um, we did a little um, aerobics. You know, um, back then, Rose was coming up pretty big with um, with the one guy with the Afro. I can't think of his name. Yeah, the white guy there. Um, God, what was his name? Big time, a Rose guy that came out with the videos to start the Rose. Offhand, I can't I can't think of who you're referring to, but but I mean, he was big back there. Yeah. So, you know, something different because all they was trying to get the players to, you know, get control of your body and you know your coordination a little bit better, or you know, we could take a hit a different way and not get hurt. So, um, anything a player can do to change the wear and tear on the body, you know, is good for them. Right. Right. That's, that's that's what I say, but you know, it's just some sometimes they 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 go a little overboard with certain things, and you know, and and you know, you want something that you're going to be able to to sustain, you know. But uh, diet diet's definitely always always seems to be a big thing. I mean, you especially for certain players, and and you you know, you lose the weight, and you can pick up some speed, and um, you know, but then you also have to try to find a way to to build more muscle in there too at times, but. The guy named Richard Simmons. Oh, Richard, I gotcha. Okay, Richard Simmons, yes. Yes, with the little short shorts. Yep. Yeah. I, I was thinking that's who you were talking about, but okay. That was that that that, that had to be interesting. <laughs> so but uh yeah, okay, well I'm 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 glad that they, they tried something. That's that's like I said, some things are kinda of shocking but anymore, not really. Uh, so so let, let's let's flip gears a little bit to baseball. 
so the Chicago Bears veteran, Ben Zorbrist, you know, he recently was rejected from a game after he told the plate umpire that players would prefer robot umpires. So basically, he's calling for electronic for the electronic strike zone. So let's talk about this a little bit. You know, what's your opinion on of, the, of an electronic uh, strike zone? I never heard it. I don't even know how it works. I mean, you look at a TV and you know there, but mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of crazy. You know, it's like you know, it's like today everybody get replaced by computers. Computers break down and make mistakes too. So I mean, they, I just don't get it. Why do you just don't let the um oh everybody's not perfect? They don't make mistakes, but I see these players get mad. You know, all the mistakes have been made and crucial games they don't want to make calls so they turn to the somebody else you know just do what you're doing we, we're human we make mistakes keep doing what we're doing I think yeah. it's crazy you know but but what you were saying you know when when you're watching games on TV you always you know they always put up this you know strike zone box you know so that you can kind of visualize the, the strike zone um you know, I, I, I think it would be interesting, you know, to, to remove the, the the plate umpire, at least. I mean, the, 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 the umpires out in the field, you know, they need those in order to call, you know, them safe or, or, or foul balls or uh, whatever. But I don't know. I, I Part of me thinks that might be interesting, but then, again, it's taken away from the whole game of baseball and changing it because they've always had that umpire back there. You know, so, you know, you know, you know how, how players, you know, they're, when they're, you know, some, some think they have really good, really good eyesight and they can spot a strike or a, or a ball and, you know, they want to uh, argue with the umps over balls and strikes and, and, and I've always said that, that that's, that's the manager's job. That's not the player's job to, to argue balls and strikes with the umpire. But, you know, unfortunately, Ben, ben did think about otherwise, and he got ejected for doing it. So, anyway, it's, you know, there's been so many things that they've been talking about in baseball, but, you know, I don't see it happening. Uh, also, there's been a number of position, position players pitching. So far, 43 different position players have accounted for 54 pitching appearances this season. You know, some of the appearances came deep into extra innings after they've gone through their bullpen. You know, teams using position players to pitch this season are 1-45 in in those games. With that horrible of a record, why would a team even attempt it? They had to do it because they only had the pitches to do so many pitches in a game. So if they passed those pitches, they heard the pitches on. So you got to put somebody else in if it. I mean, you use that many pitches in that many innings, you know, it happens. So, you know, pitches always pitch so many pitches a game, and they have a pitch count. So, right. you know, they got to protect the pitchers' arms. So, and that's what happens when you pass all your pitches in the bullpen. You got to go to another player position to have them pitch. It just works out that way. It's not often, but sometimes it works out that way with those long extra inning games. You know, sometimes I think that that the the managers, you know, pull a starting pitcher almost too soon, which kind of throws out the throws off the rhythm of the game. 
you know, and oh, and and and, and nullifies that, that player from being able to come, that pitcher from being able to come back. If you see that pitcher struggling, or see his arm getting weak, and the pitcher is worn down, he got to pull him. Not always, because sometimes they can they can. I mean, yes, I do. I do agree that there's a lot of times they need to do that, but not every time, you know, because sometimes that they're able to, to to get it back together and you know and all the. But but then there's also the the moves where, you know, you have a right hand pitcher and you have a left hand batter, and they want to have a left hand pitcher go against left hand batter, so they'll just trade them trade them out just for that one batter, a left hand pitcher, and then the next batter they'll put in another pitcher, and here they they've wasted these pitchers. Really? So, and, and I and I know that that's, that's part of the game. They look at it as that pitcher, that batter cannot hit a left hand pitcher. That's why they do that. They're just not going right. to do it. They hey, let's hope because he's left. They see him, do watch film, and it shows that he cannot hit a left hand hitter. That's why they bring him in there. I mean, because he can't hit it. But, one they, but runner, they've wasted him for one, one. They've wasted a pitcher for one batter. Yeah. Because that batter can either bring in a bunch of runs, so why not waste that one? Um, I, 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 in a way, so, sometimes you got to trust your outfield, you know, or your infield. You got to, you got to trust the people behind you to, to catch the ball or to field it right and throw somebody out. I got trust. I got trust with going over the head for a home run. No, that's a home run, home run. I understand that, but then, but then again, the pitcher shouldn't be throw, should maybe just throw some junk, and not let him hit hit the hit the the high fastball. Now, you talking fantasy baseball now? (laughs) No, but you know, it's still there's there's still there's still some, you know, a, a lot a lot. I know there's a lot of finesse going on out there, but I I just I just think that they need to. You know, really, really think a little more, especially if if it's it's a tied game and they're just wasting the pitcher. So that's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. Uh, so you know, one more question before we go to break. Uh, let's 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 change the page one more time and let's talk let's talk football. So the Des Bryant watch is still active. You know, so he'll be meeting with the Cleveland Browns tomorrow. My first question: Is this a good fit? Only Cleveland know that, you know. When they bring him in, they got to tell what they want him to do. Uh, I'm, I'm asking do you, do you, do you. Do you think Des Bryant would fit in good with Cleveland? I don't know. I don't know how, what Des mind is. It depends on his mind. Anybody can fit anywhere if you want to work. You know, if you want a job, you want to make it fit. But we don't know where his mind is. He probably just be going to, just because he needs money this year. He'd be probably going to thinking of, it's an audition for him, you know. I don't know what the fit is. He didn't, every team he went to, he had a problem with something. So right. I couldn't say he was a good fit, you know. We don't know what Dad's thinking. You know, first he said he wouldn't play for Baltimore. They would give him a three-year contract. Now he's saying nobody want him. Now he's taking anything. So it might just be because he just want to play, you know. Yeah. If he knows Cleveland ain't going to go nowhere, no playoff for that, so why are you going to go there? Yeah, that's that's what I was. I, 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 so, so I guess my next question is, how much longer can Dez wait before he actually signs with the team? Or should he wait? How, how long should he wait? Can he wait or should he wait? 
little bit about receivers get hurt during the season, so you know, depends on when that happens and when the team needs a receiver. I mean, there'll be quarterbacks and a lot of people getting hurt that they're gonna be looking for, you know. Yeah. Besides, so yeah. can't can't stay that long, but if he willing to wait till somebody get hurt and somebody reach out to him and pick a better team. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on how long he wanna wait. Yeah, he's been you he's know? been dragging his feet quite a bit, uh, with with the teams he's gone to go see and you're right, he's been he's been kinda you know, able to walk away and and I, I I don't think he's going to be able if he wants to play he's not going to be able to walk away too much longer he needs to to settle on a team you know because otherwise he's going to be out the whole season or as you say once somebody gets hurt and the team is desperate then they'll they'll come get him yeah you know, I guess we'll see but it, it, I thought it was odd that he's going to Cleveland of all teams you know that they're going to come see him but. We'll see. Well, let's let's take our next break. When we come back, uh, we have some more NFL news to talk about. So we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of a former player who also has coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. He'll talk about the draft, play by play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl has the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. He'll cover the camps on and off the field and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Loving That Sports Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. Uh, again, this is Chris Marwitz, and just sitting here talking right now football with former NFL player James Loving. So James, I am here. Uh, what's that? I'm here. 
You're here. Well, I'm, I'm so glad that we're getting to actually chat together and, and, and talk about some things because I haven't been able to talk lately with all this stuff with you. But um, there's been news recently of skirmishes and fights breaking out between teams that are practicing against each other this preseason. And, uh, you know, people have kind of been talking about it. And, you know, I guess uh, my, my, my question has to be, should teams continue this practice knowing this can and will happen and risk an injury? Or should they implement kind of what the New England Patriots, you know, do? And, and their, their, their game plan is if a player fights, then they, they, basically they sit them. They sit them for the, the, next, the next game or the next uh, preseason game. They'll, they'll have them sit. And uh, you, you rarely see this happen with New England. So, you know, other people have said, you know, shouldn't, should the NFL step in and try to, you know, implement something? And I don't know if that can happen. But what's your thoughts on that? Well, they're talking about it's the team. Um, if um, Philly is practicing against their own team and they get in a fight, then they sit them out. But when they go to another team and they plan them and they get a fight, they'll sit them out. I mean, um, it's a fight. It's going to happen because you got grown men and every motion and, and nuts are everywhere. They ain't seen their wives or girlfriend in a while. So the testosterone is up and they, you know, somebody, they try to make that team, you know, somebody come in and might cheat, shot hit them after the whistle or, you know, low blow to their knee, they feel, you know, or say something. So you're going to have that when you go against these other teams in practice because that's the only time you're going to make the, the team is practice. People say they make yeah. them play in a preseason game. They don't make the team because the coaches already know who they want. They're just putting them in there, you know. Knowing these are some, like, second and third team players you might have. You know, draft pick that's going to play, you know. But all the other people that making that team are going to be second and third team. So coaches know it. That's why they go out and practice against these other teams to get their Guy fired up and stuff in their own players, you know. I know when we play, let's go practice against another team. And now you can go harder, and they don't know your plays, and you know, so they'll be all right, you know. A little fight, you know, that's what football for the fight. Yeah, and, and I know that some people were saying that you know regarding the the fighting, you know, that happens or that more possible injuries. Well, you know. They can get injured anytime, you know, so it doesn't necessarily mean that they're doing it just in, in practice. You know, it can happen in a game, it can happen walking to their car, happen at home, and we, we've seen a lot of things, you know, happen and, and, and curtail their, their, game, their playing time. So I guess it'll, it'll, be, it'll be what it is, that, you know, for this, but, you know, people, people have been talking about it and just wanted to see, see what you thought on it. So uh, next, next thing was... Uh, so Jalen Ramsey, you know, he's he's like a second-year cornerback, you know, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's a, you know, he, he hasn't been in the league that long, but uh, recently he did a GQ interview, and he he basically has been a lot of trash-talking players from other teams, and you know, had a lot to say. Um, so I'm I'm gonna kind of read what he was saying about different players, and I'd like to you know hear hear. If you agree or, 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 or your perception of what he was saying about them, so um, the first thing you know, kind of, kind of, I, I, I think you're going to be agreeing a lot on this. But anyway, he called Buffalo Bills rookie quarterback Josh Allen trash. You know, he said he was a stupid. That was a stupid draft pick of theirs. 
you know, he never beat a big school when he played at Wyoming. And typically when they did play a bigger school, you know, they, he'd usually throw three, four, or five interceptions and uh, lose by a couple touchdowns. I mean, everybody has the opinion to say, we have for this show. You know, that's right. how you feel, but, you know, sometimes you rate players and you say, well, how did they get there? You know, what are these fans, you know, uh, are not the same thing, but, you know, like they say, the uh, scouts and whoever sees something different than him. I mean, I didn't see it, but, you know, right. maybe it's because his height and his offense, so, you know. That's well, also his predecessor. Them. What? His 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 coach and 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 the previous uh, quarterback that played for that coach. Well, he didn't say nothing about what it was true. He didn't beat no big time school in that Wyoming. Yep, you're he right. Didn't do it. So I mean, ain't nothing like he's lying on the kid. He's just his opinion what he's saying, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I mean, I didn't see it either, but people see different things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So the next thing he was talking about, Matt Ryan, quarterback uh, for Atlanta Falcons, and he basically said he's overrated. Yeah, I mean, he had that one good year. Super Bowl, after that, he just fell off. Yeah. Sort of average, yeah. So the next one, it was Deshaun Watson, uh, Houston Houston Texans quarterback, so... He said that he'll be at the NFL MVP in a few years. So he he really feels highly about Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he'll be good a couple more years because he'll get the offense down real good. And, you know, so he'll be good. He'll be, a, he'll be a, I don't know about MVP, but he'll be up there, you know. Yeah. Um, next one was Jared Goff, the L.A. Rams quarterback. He basically says that Jared Goff is average to above average. He doesn't think that he's that great of a quarterback. Well, he, he had a lot of great players around him. Running back, receiver, he had a great defense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he don't have to do much to be great like Aaron Rodgers. You got to win the games and Tom Brady, you know. So, you know, he's right. Average to great, you know. No superstar. You don't have to be a superstar on that team. So the last one was Ben Roethlisberger, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. He just said that Ben is decent at best. That's it. That's it. He's decent at best. I mean, Ben can hurt you. Ben can be good, you know. So he's up and down. He's streaky. Yeah, yeah. So, because this 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 player decided to speak his mind and criticize all these players, you know, and he's going to be facing you know a few of these teams here in the season. You know, <laughs> what, what what do you think is going to end up happening because of this during the games? I mean, what was that? So so this this player, this Jalen Ramsey, you know, quarterback for the, oh. for the Jags, he's going to be facing some of these teams. You know, and because of his criticism, you know, play, player, players are going to try, try to, you know, go hard and def- defend their, their, their person that, they, that he had offended. No, they don't pay no attention to that. It's just the way he played these things. Uh, we talk about he had to do some spectacular every time with a media going to rip him apart. Right. You know, so it ain't like he had the players on him back. That's the media. They were like, oh, you know, you had beef for this, so, you know, you had beef for that, you know. 
So right. That's gonna be hard on him because I gonna be the player. The ref on probably gonna be the meter that really because he keep talking, running his mouth. Yeah. Well, and he's young. Like I said, he's only in the league for I think he got drafted in 2016, so he hasn't been in there very long. You know, and and he he's he's talking like a veteran. You know, so that that like, like he's he's been able to play against these players for years. You know, and he's got some insight that other people don't. You know, some some of it, yeah, was 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 basic. You know, basic stuff. You know, he he was basically they had a list of players, and most of them were the quarterbacks for most of the teams. And you know, he he had some really positive things to say about you know quite a few of the quarterbacks. But you know, there was a, you know he was he he got very critical with with quite a few, and you know that that that's where you know he's yeah, you got to be careful. The only thing you be careful is I mean he feel that way. A lot of people feel that way about the quarterback who he talks about, but, you know, you play, you got to set your mouth because you're putting that on your team back, a lot of pressure, and coaches tell them, you know, um, shut your mouth, you know. I don't know how you feel, but, you know, that's locker room talk. Now, the other team, I mean, put that on the board, board is going against that team to beat them real bad. Right, right. That's what I, I mean, thought was, was, was interesting. But one thing they asked him what he thought about Blake Bortles, and he's like, "Blake's the man," <laughs> you know. Of course, that's his quarterback, so he's got to say that, exactly. you know. And we all know that Blake, how Blake Bortles really is. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, that 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 that's where you know part of what he was saying. You can't always take 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 the truth because he's not saying the well, how he really feels or you know how how things really are, but. Anyway, um, before we take a next break, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, they're playing New England Patriots tomorrow. In a pr- I'm sorry? Take your break. Well, you know, okay, let's take our last break. When we come back, we'll talk more about uh, football. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. TV. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN. The Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. (laughs) 
You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Loving That Sports Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Uh, welcome back to Love Nest Sports Talk. Uh, this is Chris Marwitz, and I'm sitting here talking football with uh, former NFL player James Loving. Yeah, everything okay, James? You ready, ready to end this show on a bang? No good. Let's roll. Okay. So before we took a break, I started asking a question, but so I'll go ahead and repeat it again. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, they're playing against the New England Patriots tomorrow in a preseason game. So someone placed a billboard sign next to the Patriots Gillette Stadium reminding the Patriots of the Eagles' win. So to you, James, was this just to throw salt in the wound or just a reminder of who they're playing? Well, I can tell you, ain't on me much. You know, they can lose it by 100 or nothing, you know. They don't mean nothing. They don't care about this game. All they're looking at don't get no big-time name person started unhurt. That right now don't mean nothing. Now, if we're doing the regular season, yeah, but, I mean, now it's just something, you know, just so people could get in the news. Because, you know, some of these teams you know, stop players hurt, and they don't want that. So, I don't care about that. I mean, I, Tom Brady might not even play. Right. Well, you don't think he'll so, play, you know, play maybe even just the first quarter? I don't know. I've seen um, the guy that happened to the rescue and then run him back, and, and then they wish the guy they didn't play him that long, you know? Yeah. So I think teams looking, you know, <laughs> don't play these guys, you know, something freak happened, and now you got to stop playing, you know? So I doubt it if he plays him. This game, I can see maybe the next game, a series or two, then the next game, uh, two, three series. But I don't think the second preseason game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not playing Carson Wentz or Nick Foles either, you know. And that's their one and two quarterback for the Eagles. They let Nick Thurston got it just fine, play the whole game. Okay. Yeah, like I said, they've just been uh, talking about you know what's what's going to happen, and and you know who's who's going to be playing, who's not going to be playing, all that fun stuff. So, you know, it's it'll it'll be interesting what what come what it comes down to. But it's preseason. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right on that. But, but I mean, look at oh, you have the games on regular TV, got to be on the NFL channel. <laughs> oh yeah, the Thursday night games are now all on. Yeah, are now on all the games. Air, all so. week, Friday, Thursday. It was all on the NFL channel. Yeah. Even the Broncos. Yep. Well, no, the Broncos actually that? were on Channel 20 because it was local. So that was that was where they, they had that one at. So a local channel, and they blacked it out on that on that ch- other channel. But, uh, yeah. I, I, anyway, I just thought it was interesting that they did that and, and what they're thinking behind that. And <laughs> should be, should be, should be interesting. You know, I mean, the game, it's, it's going to be good no matter what. So it's fun, but so before I get into my which do you like better, let's kind of talk a little bit about the different uh, NFL divisions and 
you know, who do you, who, which team do you think is going to win a third division? I just, just want to, just want to have you go on record just saying. So let's start with your favorite one. Let's go with the NFC, NFC East. So which has the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, Washington Redskins. Philly will win it. Philly will win it. Okay. Uh, let's jump to the NFC West, you know, which has the Arizona Cardinals. L.A. Rams, San Francisco 49ers, or the Seattle Seahawks? The Rams will win that one. L.A. Rams? Yeah, they, they're, they're getting... They're like, you know, we've talked uh, quite a bit the last couple of weeks about them and, and their team and, and uh, what they've been doing, who they've been signing, and I, I, I think you're right on, definitely right on the ball with that one. So, uh, NFC North, uh, your old, old favorite, Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers or Minnesota Vikings? Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, it's going to definitely come down between them and, and uh, the Packers. But I think you know, Minnesota Packers they're still on the same page with what they were last year. Packers got rid of all their receivers. They ain't had nobody. So, yeah, well, yeah, no, he, he turned around and he got uh, the Seattle uh, receiver and... Uh, um, can't even think of his name, but uh, and and they they've been connecting quite a bit lately. About so Jimmy Graham. Yes, yes, yes. Got Jimmy Graham. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, one receiver. They got rid of who they the Jordy Nelson, mm-hmm. um, Reggie Cobb. You know, you know, you just seen Aaron Rodgers go off on his receiver the other day. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. We talked about that too. Also, what, what he's been doing. So. Well, let's jump to the NFC South. You know, Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Bucks. I think Carolina bounced back. You think so? In their division. Atlanta's just been too up and down, and they haven't find Julio Jones yet, so. What about, uh, you know, to me, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, you know, that this may, may end up being. Uh, uh, New England, or, or sorry, um, <laughs> New Orleans year. It'll be a toss up. Because New Orleans okay. usually start off slow. And then they yeah. come back, you know, winning five or six in a row. But sometimes they start off slow and don't know what they do on the defense and try to get together. And then they pop it back on. So, I mean, they had that year last year when they lost at the, you know, the end of the game. And that might affect them starting the season off. True. True. They're they're pretty upset. <laughs> so, uh, AFC East, and I I think we already you know pretty much know which one. But Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots, New York Jets. New England. Yeah, that's what I was saying. We it was pretty much you know mandatory to win on that one. So. Um, AFC West. Yeah, there's been a lot of issues, or, or a lot of you know. Th- th- this is this is a, a pretty good uh, skirmish between them. But Denver Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs, LA Chargers, Oakland Raiders. Well, the Broncos got to win. They don't. They get rid of that coach, so they got to win. Raiders just got Gruden, and they saw that he's like God, so they got to win, or they're gonna pay him a hundred million. And you know, so it's gonna be tough for another division. You know, it's gonna be that, horrible. That's exactly record. what I say. But a lot of people are actually leaning towards the LA Chargers. 
You know, even though this is this is their first time playing in L.A., so it's a new new stadium, you know, new new vibe. Um, yeah, it is. And, and Kansas City has a new a new quarterback. Denver has a new quarterback. Oakland has a new new coach, and yeah, it's 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 a toss up. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to say Broncos, but I, I don't. I don't know if the Broncos. I don't think the Broncos are going to win this year. Nah. So, question mark, question mark. Um, AFC North: uh, Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, every year the Steelers win it, but they just seem to do something stupid and lose. So they still win it. <laughs> Have a better record than um, New England and win that division at half home field, but you yeah. know, Pittsburgh do some stupid stuff sometimes. <laughs> All right, last AFC South: Houston Texans, Indianapolis Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars, Tennessee Titans. Well, you know, Houston that quarterback going to be learning a little bit more, and then he got um, the big boy back um, for defense. The Colts. Oh, are oh, you talking J.J. Well, Watts? Yeah, J.J. Watts. They were. Yeah, well, they got they got defense. two they got a two 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 big boys that are that are on their defense. So, you know, plus Andrew Luck just coming back, so they don't really do nothing. They don't yeah. take it slow easy with him, but he don't get hurt this year, you know. So they're gonna be like cautious. So it'll be all Houston. Hmm. All right, James, let's go to which do you like better? I'll ask a couple questions before our time ends. But first one, which tight end will receive more yards this season? Rob Gronkowski for the New England Patriots or Travis Kelsey, Kansas City Chiefs? Kansas City Chiefs, well, well, Rob, Kansas City Chiefs got a horrible quarterback. That young boy, he's horrible. Okay. Oh, Ramsey. All right. Horrible. Uh, so, so basically, with one preseason game under their belts, which rookie quarterback has a better chance of starting a, a game? You know, I know before you said Baker May- Mayfield, Cleveland Browns, so he, he's on there. But also Sam Darnold, New York Jets. Which one of the two? Well, yeah, they're gonna start Sam Darnold because um, they want, well, they want the other guy over there that came from Buffalo to be the starter. Then kind of ease Baker Mayfield in. So no matter what, they make a mess. Should be starting, but they don't want to do that to them. So yeah. Sam Donald will start yeah. first. All right, last question. Which team will lose more games this season? Indianapolis Colts or Detroit Lions? Shit, the Colts. The Colts. horrible. <laughs> the whole organization. No, because the, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. That's It's going to be a sad, sad season for them, unfortunately. So... All right, James. Well, it's been a good week. We got more games to watch this week. See what happens. Uh, we'll be uh, hopefully. Uh, I'm, I'm 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 keeping my fingers crossed that I can come on the show next week. I, I've talked about my schedule, but anyway, uh, have a great week. We'll be back right. uh, hopefully next Wednesday, and uh, I hope everyone listens in. So we'll be right back. Have a great week. 
That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. We'll be right back.